engineered, driven, created. You are listening to the B Velocity podcast, and this is episode seven. Sorry, I had to do that. I'm Deborah, and and I'm Sophie, your host, and we are joined today by another incredible guest, Danielle Simpson. Hi, Hi Danielle. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> we're all good. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. So Danielle is the founder of the Positive Page Club and has recently signed a deal with that guy's house. Now, I bet you're thinking, how does this involve motorsport? Well, Danielle is a former grid gal, so we'll be talking about that in more detail. And she's also a mindset and meditation coach and has been recently helping a female racing driver. Welcome, Danielle. We are thrilled to have you on our podcast. We understand you've just finished work but we already know from your social media that you are one busy lady (laughs) i am i am especially this week it's been mega um i was on a another motorsport um channel last night which is really really good um and then today i launched my website which it's just been incredible um i also had my front cover of my book like the designer sent the front cover of the book back uh, this week as well. So that's moving really nicely. Um, And yeah, it's just been a manic week, but I'm so, so, so excited to be here tonight. So thank you so much. You are more than welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, regarding your book, are you going to do a bit of a Jason Plato and, you know, promote it? Um, I can, I can. Um, so at the minute, like I said, the designers just sent back the front cover. So now um, next week after Easter break, um, it's going to be sent to Amazon and then they start creating the book. Um, and then hopefully in the next four to five weeks, I will have my copy in my hand. And then we go into pre-launch, which will be super, super exciting. Um, and there'll probably be lots and lots of stuff on all social medias <laughs> talking about it. And I'll, I'll do a proper Jason Plato then. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm super excited. Um, a bit about the book, I suppose. Um, so it's all about my self-development journey um, through a really like dark period depression really dark period of my life and how I sort of um navigated my way through that and then there's so it's two parts the book and then the second part is um just tips and techniques that I have introduced to my life that can help um others so yeah it's a well I suppose it comes under self-help but I like to call it self-development um so yeah I'm super excited I can't wait I can't wait Me too. Now I've seen the cover. It's like real now. And I'm like, oh my God, I have a, actually have a book. 
<laughs> what in like what on earth made you think right I'm just I haven't got enough to do so I'm just gonna start writing the I'm gonna start writing a book <laughs> so the book is actually where it all started um so 2020 um around April May time um I started just journaling loads about um past experiences that were still massively on my mind and sort of dragging me down a bit um and to make it a little bit more fun I sort of started writing it as a book instead of just you know dear diary I hate my life um <laughs> I just started um just making it a bit creative and a, a bit adventurous and then one of my friends who knew um Sean who owns that guy's house the publishing house that guy's house she was like you need to speak to my friend Sean like you really need to talk to him and I was like oh don't be so silly like he's not gonna be interested and she's like no I'm setting up a meeting like meet him and literally I think we were on the phone for like 20 minutes and he was like yep yeah, 100% I need to I need to publish your book and I was like what <laughs> um but at the time I was writing it um fiction so like made up characters and basically made myself obviously the most glamorous person ever um and people that was mean to me like I made them like you know really really horrible in the book um so I had to the publisher said to me he's like oh, it needs to be non-fiction it needs to be like first person and I was like whoa absolutely not I was like because then everyone who reads it are going to know who these people are and he was like yeah but everyone who knows you're going to know who these people are anyway so it needs to be first person so you can relate to some like to other people so for about 10 weeks I sat there like mm -hmm, I don't know if I can do this and then I decided that he obviously knows best um so I had to then rewrite the whole book um so that's why it's been a little bit delayed but to be fair it's not been too delayed so yeah madness <laughs> wow I'm very very impressed <laughs> now I noticed doing research we have to research our guests a little bit you're the founder of the Positive Page Club. Could you explain a little more about that? And, you know, where can, you know, if our audience is interested, where, where can they find it? Yeah, 100%. So again, um, 2020, I decided to start reading um, self-help books just to, again, try and make myself a little bit happier. Um, and it was quite funny because I hadn't really read a book since, uh, not high school, sorry, secondary school. Um, and when I was in secondary school, I would get the book from English class, hand it over to my mum and be like, mum, tell me what happens chapter by chapter. So I definitely didn't actually read the book at all. However, that was my goal in 2020, every month read a book um, to better myself. And it come to lockdown and I picked up one book called um, Don't Dull My Sparkle by Doreen, what's her last name? Can't remember her last name, but I'll find out and send it over to you guys. Um, and it's an incredible book, but it's all about your mind and how past trauma can actually stay in your mind and then affect obviously decisions moving forward. Um, and I just loved it because it went into actual, you know, science about, you know, how experiences can affect you. And I was like, oh my God, this book's amazing. So I just shared that on my social media. I was just like, oh, currently just reading loads at the minute due to lockdown. Don't really want to watch the news or telly. I'm just reading. Does anyone else want to join me? And I had such a positive feedback and everyone was like, yes, yes, yes. I want to get involved. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I literally just then sort of tried to create something um, and it's tweaked along the way. Um, next month is our year anniversary so I'm hosting a big um, Zoom party um, but that should be good but um, yeah I've tweaked it along the way and now we've got like a really nice Facebook page um, it's just like a really nice positive community really um, and everyone's sharing their thoughts about the book and just sharing anything positive really and then now on the website um, if you join the book club you actually um, come into like a membership area 
And every month we have two Zooms a month. So one at the beginning of the month where I like set homework throughout the month and then one at the end. And I always try to um, either get the author of the book on so they can obviously meet and greet all the, um, I call them clubbers, all the book clubbers. Um, or if I can't get um, through to the author because obviously they're, you know, a big time, um, then I create something and we can just have fun. So we've done like bingo, we've had a wine tasting before, um, just loads of different fun things, just trying to keep the community together and yeah, just positive reading basically. So they can find us um, on Instagram. So it's the Positive Page Club on Instagram. Or if you go to my Instagram, Danielle Simpson, you'll find it there or head over to the website. So yeah. Nice little plug there. Yeah. <laughs> you make book clubs sound really cool. <laughs> Wine tasting. Yeah, you got fun oh, with dear. it. You got to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know, like, just from seeing your social media, you're all about fun. So it's it's um it's really nice. I was really looking forward to tonight actually because I thought, oh, she's gonna be real positive and give us all a boost. So it'll be lovely. Um, so yeah, I know you've done quite a few interviews recently. Um, so I'm, I'm apologising if this is going to sound like Groundhog Day to you, um, but tell us sort of how you got into motorsport, the beginning of your journey, how you got into motorsport, and how long have you been in the industry for? Because I'm very interested in how it sort of evolved into this, what you do now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us more. Um, okay, so I've been involved in motorsport for the past six years. Um, how I come across it was I used to be a personal trainer and gym manager. Um, at the time, I was a PT at David Lloyd, and one of my clients was a grid girl. And uh, she basically just approached me about it and was just like, oh, you should definitely look into it. And I was like, oh, no, 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 like, I'm happy here. And, you know, I don't really want to work weekends. Like, I'm, I'm quite happy here. And she was like, no, honestly, like, it's really good money. Like, it's really fun. And I was like, oh, maybe, like, <laughs> anyway, so she was doing, um, she was at track at Brands Hatch. And that's one of my local tracks. So she was like, come down for the day, see what it's about. If you like it, then I'll introduce you to my manager. And I was like, okay, fine. So I went down and um, instantly just loved it but it's funny because I didn't really realize how much I loved motorsport until when I actually got back to track but as a kid I used to watch Formula One with my dad all the time um and then my parents divorced so obviously I was just I was with mum so there was no Formula One um and then I actually did like if we rewind time like way back in the day um when I was at university I went out to LA for a summer and lived out there for a bit and started talking to this guy who was a racing driver and he like took me to um I can't remember what track it was but he took me to a track and I was really lucky and to actually be able to do like a track day with him so it's actually it's been in me for a while but I've just sort of must have just ignored it I guess and just focused on fitness and everything else so when I went back to track I was like oh my god like yeah this is amazing like I really want to do this so luckily got the job as a grid girl um, and I was working for BMR um, who no longer obviously are in the paddock well with them um, laser I think um but yeah so we were yeah <laughs> touring cars, so that was like awesome um and I did that for four years and every year just fell in love with it more and more and I was always that grid girl that's in the garage watching and then asking all the mechanics like what they're doing and they're just like get out like you're in the way but I just wanted to know more um and then I think yeah so it was about yeah two years ago I would have been 26 and I thought to myself, okay, it's time to retire as a grid girl. Um, and I decided to go into the hospitality side of things. Um, so, sorry, so, Danielle, did you balance your, sorry, did you balance your grid girling at the weekends with your PT stuff or did you go full time? No, no. So, yeah, I was 
I was balancing my my gym stuff and um and grid girl and like in the first year I was still just a PT so it was quite easy to obviously move clients about and stuff and just say sorry I'm busy um and then as I worked my way up into management I just made sure the schedule worked for my benefit so <laughs> just made sure I had weekends off so I could go gridding um so yeah a bit naughty sorry sorry gym team um but yeah you know um so yeah so then I worked up into hospitality side of things um and I absolutely loved that because um I did events management at university so for me I felt like I was sort of doing my degree but also just getting to socialize with everyone and just you know seeing everything which was great um, and then obviously COVID hit last year and I got the call saying oh you're not needed and I was like what like what do you mean I'm not needed like no you can't tell me I can't look up to track and I got like really upset by it so I sort of um I, I have a life coach and um, I sort of had a session with her and I was just like, this is just unacceptable. Like, <laughs> I need to be at track. And I think what happened is in 2018 and 19, that was when I was like suffering quite bad with my depression. And every time I went to track, I was just so happy. And I was like my old self again. So I'd like grown to love everything about track because it was a place for me to be able to be me. Um, and I didn't have to worry about anyone else or what anyone thought. I could just literally go there and just have a really nice time with all my all my like you know friends in the paddock and stuff. And then obviously when you go home, you just face all the crap then, don't you? But because last year when they were like, no, you can't come back, I was just like, oh my god, I have no happy place anymore. So um, I was talking to my life coach, and she was like, right, okay, well you need to you need to create a role that's needed, even if there's a pandemic. And I was just like, what? I was like, how am I going to do that? Um, and then obviously I sort of just got on with it got on with life and started writing the book and stuff and then I was like oh I want to go into mindset coaching so then one I can help my readers if they are struggling um and two well as I was doing the course I then realized I was like oh my god I can come back to track with what I'm learning now and help everyone that's you know helped me be happy but also help them on such a deeper level um so that's sort of how we've got to where we are so yeah wow. it's been a mad journey <laughs> yeah that's 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 very interesting that's not a straightforward path is it that's but it completely makes sense when you explain it like that completely makes sense how all the little dots connected and and now we have Danielle Simpson the the mind coach which is um yeah good for you thank you, good for you. <laughs> so so obviously you've kind of just explained what made you change direction from grid girl to what you're doing now um would you consider returning to the grid or I, I feel like this is a this is a real positive sort of upwards you know upward spiral for you yeah I feel like I would you know as Justin Bieber would say never say never um so if they wanted if they wanted the the old grid shoes to come out of retirement then uh yeah I might come back for one one or two races but I definitely my focus is definitely to help the paddock with their mindset um and yeah I don't I don't think I would come back to grid um but I don't know it's my 30th birthday next year so maybe you know as a birthday gift <laughs> it's not your 30th birthday no it's not next year oh next year so, yeah. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm like so good. well into it but I'm like oh god it's fast approaching like oh. <laughs> okay I'm gonna jump in here if you used to go back and grid who would you like to grid for and why? Oh, epic question. Who would I like to grid for? 
Mm. Oh, God, you've really got me there. Um, That's why I asked it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Okay, so not Ash, because I've gridded for Ash for quite a few years now. So I feel like been there, done that. Um, I think maybe Sorry, Jade I Edwards. Yeah, I think maybe <laughs> Jade Edwards, because she's doing it for the girls, right? She's, she's showing them exactly yeah. exactly what we're made of, and it's not a man's world at all. So watch out. So, yeah, Jade Edwards, if she'll have me. <laughs> she did mention she did want a grid boy. <laughs> oh I love that I love that I remember I think it was my second year gridding I can't remember what car but they had grid soldiers you should have seen the briefing room literally grid wow. girls swarming this poor guy and I'm like oh my god bless him like he's never gonna come back like don't ruin it for everyone like <laughs> it was brilliant <laughs> oh dear. that's so cool no it would be um, nice to see some grid, um, some grid guys. So I think I think that's uh, I think we're called grid people now. To be fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a new one on me. Grid people. I mean, do the do the, do the grid boys wear heels or are they allowed to wear their, their Reeboks? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Whatever floats their boat, I guess. Right. <laughs> I don't know how many girls. It'd be a fetish, wouldn't it? If there was an actual yeah. boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I don't know how you girls wear them heels anyway honestly I can't even wear high heels when I go to a bar let alone wear them on a track walking around ch- trying to look glamorous I think you do an amazing job no to be fair I was I was a cheat so I would have sometimes I would have fluffy socks on and flip-flops there's actually a picture out there of me with my grid outfit on with fluffy high high knee socks with flip-flops on um or yeah just in my slippers and then walk down to grid in my slippers and then quickly put my heels on that was me always and then when it actually especially brands hatched because brands hatches at an angle so you're like walking at an angle and obviously sometimes love James Cole's pieces but I was mainly at the back of the grid with James Cole so walking back and I'd literally come back into the garage and be staring at the screen like please tell me I'm not walking further than I did that time please please um so yeah that was quite fun in heels but it's all part of the job eh <laughs> love yeah it. true love it now this is quite I'd say it's very inspiring and also amazing you've been helping a female driver I think this was last year correct me if I'm wrong can you just tell me how you've helped her and also feel free to give her a shout out yeah 100% so yeah so um, me and Sarah Dennis um, (laughs) we started working together um, November time Um, so me and Sarah Dennis we've been very close friends um, pretty much throughout my whole grid career because she was um, head of hospitality for BMR when I arrived or maybe it's like year two but anyway the minute the minute we met we hit it off because we're both just crackers um, and I obviously explained to her that I was going to be doing this course um, and she had done a little bit of hypnotherapy um, to help her stop smoking like way back in the day and she was like oh like to be honest I'd be quite interested to see what you know what it's all about um, and part of my course I had to have um, five case studies to be able to pass the course and I had to do a certain amount of hours of coaching to be able to pass so I just asked Sarah really nicely would she mind being one of my case studies and as lovely as she is she was like yeah of course like let me know what I've got to do 
So we started in the October and we, no, November, sorry. And we saw each other every two weeks um, for about an hour, an hour and a half. Um, and basically coaching is me supporting the client. So Sarah with whatever potential she wants to reach. So obviously in this um, scenario, Sarah hasn't raced in 15 years um because she became a mom and you know she just sort of um well she, she sort of lost her self-confidence and then um the kids came and she was like oh I've got kids now I probably shouldn't race just you know for my safety and stuff um and then unfortunately last year um her dad got diagnosed with cancer and her dad was the one that sort of got her into racing um and he sort of said oh it'd be really nice to see you race like one last time so that to Sarah was, you know, a ball to a ball to a red flag. She was like, right, cool, I've got to race, I've got to race. So it's just it's sort of all lined up perfectly. Like I needed a case study, she needed def- like help with her self-confidence. Um and yeah, through the through the sessions, um, we, I think we had about 10 sessions. Through the sessions, we went through loads of things like um how to control where you put your energy. Um, there's like lots of different well there's a system that I use um, that basically teaches you how to control it so don't put your energy into things that you can't control so for instance COVID being one of them there's just no point stressing about it because you can't control it so um, and then um, I taught her meditation which has worked fantastically on Sarah Um, I taught what else I taught um, um, affirmations so um, an affirmation is basically like a positive phrase that you repeat to yourself over and over again to then instill a belief in you that you can do whatever the affirmation's saying um, and Sarah's a very visual learner a bit like me so what she actually done is she created a visual affirmation to stick in her car um, and she's done quite a few track days since we've been working together um, however she hasn't got out racing yet and her first race is in three weeks so we're very very excited to see mm. um, what happens um, oh, but wow. on the track days um on the track day she um went to Lydon Hill Lydon Hill yeah and the first lap she did she just obviously went out just as normal and then she come back into garage and she was like mm, no I'm gonna actually listen to what Danny's said and like did a little a five minute meditation like was looking at her um affirmation stuff and by the end of the day she'd improved her lap time by five seconds um, and it absolutely just blew me away. Like she called me while she was there and she was like, you'll never guess what I've done. And I'm like, oh God, please don't say crash. Please don't. <laughs> and she was like, I beat my time by five seconds. And I was like, what? I was like, that is incredible. Like I didn't expect, you know, such a great, not, not being horrible, but do you know what I mean? I didn't expect that. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, and yeah, it's just nice to see just her as a whole, as a person, like she's so much more confident now um bless her she had her dad's funeral the other day and we did like a little mini meditation the day before the funeral because there was a certain song that was going to be played and she was like really nervous about it so we did a little mini meditation around the song um which made her go through the funeral like you know not not easily but she didn't completely crumble bless her she was like there for her kids and stuff and yeah just to see um how she's grown as a person in the past couple of months is just incredible. And she's always like, oh, it's you. And I was like, it's not me. I'm just here to hold your hand and, you know, show you these things. You're the one who's implementing them and you're the one who's 
completely listened to every word I've said and took it on board because there's a favorite saying that I always say is um, you can obviously take the horse to water but you can't make it drink so I can sing and scream on the top of the mountain and be like everyone come listen to me I know what I'm talking about and but if nobody actually listens and do you know what I mean I might as well talk to myself so it's really nice that she's actually listened to what I've said and um yeah she's she's doing amazing so like I said three weeks time her first race which I can't wait and I really hope it goes through because she's literally booked on to I think it's like seven races since we've started working together and every single one has been cancelled and I'm just like please please COVID please everyone don't cancel another race on her because she really needs this so fingers crossed well we're rooting for you Sarah if you're listening well done yes we'll be right behind you backing you supporting you and meditating with you (laughs) now obviously mind meditation coach do you have any tips that you could offer our audience or maybe some simple breathing techniques that they could use before race day because we do have quite a young audience and obviously if it's going to benefit them but then again kids have no fear which is just you know crazy you know if there's any techniques that you can you know if we can do you know let us know yeah no definitely um so a really good technique that I really love to um well I shared it with Sarah and it's worked really well um is when you go into oh this is going to get me now what's the little you know the little bit that you go into before you start the race like you kind of like uh, it's like you go in the zone no, you no, like so going... you actually drive, drive into like a little pen area. The oh, like the paddock bit, the waiting uh, area. It's like the yeah, assembly bit. Assembly area, there you go. Yes. Yeah, okay, it. so when you drive into the assembly area, um, obviously you've had all the mechanics around you, da, 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 and then you drive into the assembly area, and normally you only have like one person with you, and then obviously you get clipped into the car properly, whatever, helmet on, zoned in, and then they leave you in that split 10 seconds or 20 seconds that you're there by yourself what you can do is you can just literally zone everything out and focus on your breath Um, and what it's going to do is it's just going to completely make you present bring you in the moment and all of if there is fear if there is self-doubt or if there is um you know I've got to make sure I'm not knock him off because obviously people don't do that but I'm gonna make sure I get past him um then it just sort of that just all sort of goes away and you know the end goal is obviously one finishing the race safe and two obviously getting points and hopefully winning podiums um so yeah a nice little breathing exercise that I taught Sarah it's called the box breath so um what will you do I'll, I'll explain it and then what we can do is we can all do it together if you like yes so um basically you inhale through your nose for the count of five and you obviously count in your head um, or I can count for you and then you hold your breath for five seconds and then you exhale through your mouth like you're blowing up a balloon so like sort of pout pout while you're blowing out um for five seconds and then you hold your breath again for five seconds and normally I would get Sarah to do this about four times and tonight we can just do it once or twice just so you guys get um, a taster of it um, and yeah, that really just one, it brings you, obviously, like I said, focused in on you and in your breath. Um, and two, it just shuts out the rest of the world, which is just really nice, especially when you're just about to drive around at 200 miles an hour or how fast you're going. Um, so yeah, so should we give it a go? Yeah. Sophie, yeah. ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so to get right in the zone, I would say close down your eyes, relax your shoulders and just place your hands in your lap for me. 
And what I'll do is I'll count you in um, and tell you obviously what you're doing for that count of five. So are we ready? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So you're going to inhale in through your nose for one, two, three, four, five, and hold for one, two, three, four, five. Exhale out through your mouth like you're blowing up a balloon. One, two, three, four, five. Good. And hold. One, two, three, four, five. Go again. Inhale through your nose. One, two, three, four, five. Hold. One, two, three, four, five. And big exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Last hold. One, two, three, four, and five. And then open your eyes when you're ready. How you feel? That was great. Thank you. No worries, no worries. It's just it's such a simple, simple, simple breathing exercise. Um, and like I said, it just it really just brings you into the present. Like every time I'm about to do a Zoom call or a coaching session, <coughs> sorry, session, <coughs> I always make myself or my client like I like to call it clearing the space. And we just clear the space and then we're zoned in for whatever is about to come up for the session. And it's just such a nice, just a nice little breathing exercise. I love it. The box breath. So there you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie you're gonna be used in that one yeah maybe might do for a big meeting yeah. or even before bed like yeah. in bed and then just do like focus on your breath for a bit it really does sort of well, especially laying down you'll probably fall asleep <laughs> so I was gonna say I'm feeling sleepy now I'm not gonna lie so uh thank you for that um so yeah now we're feeling a bit more relaxed um we're gonna sort of well depending on your on your choice for this next and last segment um we're going to do something a bit more fun and upbeat and people who follow our podcast will know that the last thing we ask our guests is for a song choice to put into our driving playlist on spotify so what song are you going to pick and why Okay, so I'm going to pick, sorry, I'm just getting my Spotify, just so I know exactly what it's called. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's called Domino by Jessie J. <gasps> I love it. I love, I love it too. It's such a feel good song. And like the lyrics, if you're listening to it, it's just like, yeah, I'm feeling sexy. I'm not going to sing, but I'm feeling <laughs> sexy and free. It's just like, yes, 100%. So yeah, that's definitely one of my favourites. Um, and it's just such a feel-good, you know, girly song. Gotta love it. Oh, I can't remember the last time I listened to Jessie J. I oh, know, she's a legend. Where has she gone? This is I know. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this this is this going to be great. This going to be great. I hope you listen to the playlist. I, I haven't, but I will. I promise, I will. Yes. Is it, I'm guessing it's on Spotify, right? Um, yeah, it will be. It will definitely be. In fact, it's already on there. And if you go on our main Instagram, Twitter or Facebook page, you can actually access it on the link. So you can see the podcast and you can see our playlist. Amazing. I will be downloading it after this, I promise. Good. Good. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much 
um, for lightening our fire evening. Oh. We hope that everybody just didn't do the meditating exercise while they were driving or anything silly like that, or that nobody's fallen asleep on the train or... <laughs> yeah, I probably should have said that, hey, if you're driving, please yeah. don't close your eyes. <laughs> please don't close your eyes while you're driving. We're not responsible for anything that might have happened. <laughs> we might have to put like, don't try this, uh, you know, in car at the beginning. Yeah. Of the <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure. Um, been a little ray of sunshine. Oh. And um, it's been great to finally speak to you on, on well, face to face, but audio for our listeners. Um, just, to, you know, after talking to you by social media. So it's been great. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for having me. Honestly, when you asked, I was like, oh, I feel honoured. Like, this is amazing. And then I was a little bit nervous. But no, seeing both your beautiful faces and hearing your amazing voices, where I felt very calm. And yeah, thank you so much. So I really appreciate it. Oh, you're Hi. welcome. You're very you welcome. Bye. Bye. Wow. How inspiring is Danielle? Absolutely love that. And if you feel you could benefit from some mindset or meditation coaching, coaching, then please do get in contact with her for more details. Also, feel free to send us a message with any questions that you might have for her. And you know what? I'm sure she'd be, she wouldn't say no in coming back on. As always, if you want to show some love for our podcast, then feel free to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Velocity podcast. Stay tuned for next week's thrilling episode. If you know someone who would like to get involved in building our global community or you would like to get involved yourself, then you know where we are. And on that bombshell, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you later, Sophie. Bye, Deb. Engineered. Proving. Created. females. Velocity. Velocity. Velocity.